This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Warren on Joy. If our next guest has her way, the state's coffers would have an additional 204 million mm. bucks and reduced drug-related crime within two years, all from the legalisation of the recreational use of cannabis. Good morning, leader of Reason Party and regular guest here on Tom and Warren, Fiona Patton. Good morning. Welcome Good morning. back. Thank you. Lovely million, to be here. 204 million bucks. Absolutely. And in fact, when you kind of cost out all of our policies, we're, we would be conservatively saving saving the state and the taxpayer $400 million. So, yeah, it's it's about doing things differently what, and about looking at it what different, I, li- I like the way. idea that we can make the, the state money. And I, I know. I, I love that idea. Yeah. But what I like the most is it takes a millions out of the hands of criminals. Exactly. Of this is what the problem is. It's the criminals are making millions and buying bloody McMansions. And That's exactly right. And it's exactly what Canada did, which is why I, uh, it's what I want to do here as well, follow Canada, is that they said, how do we keep cannabis out of the hands of criminals yep. and children? Yeah. And and they set themselves that question and the answer was we regulate it, we tax it and we control it. So they looked at the outcome and then the policy was generated That's right. to get That's that right. outcome. Exactly. Which Cheap. is what you think yeah. our politicians would do. Now there's a way to create policy, isn't it? <laughs> now we're spoken, Look at what we want to achieve. We've spoken to Daniel Andrews, we've spoken to the Greens, we've asked them a series of questions. Yeah. Do you want to start off? We're going to ask the same ones to you. Oh, okay. So we go. Trans and gender diverse Victorians are subject to high levels of stigma and discrimination mm. due to the consequences of having basic poor mental health. Yeah. This all comes down to basically the male and female mm. marker on a birth mm. certificate. Mm. For someone to change that, they have had to have undergone surgery. Surgery. Yeah. A lot of times it's forced surgery. Mm-hmm. It's uh, what will your party do to actually to stop this or to basically what are we going to do to the Marriage Act? Yeah. Look, I, it's I think it's under. The the Births, Deaths and Marriages Act, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, look, we would completely support people self-identifying and making those decisions for themselves. It's not an easy decision. It's a Mm. very difficult decision. This is not like changing your name. No. You know, this is about your self-identification. There's always this one thing that I keep asking myself is, why do we need gender on our official documents? Mm. Like, I don't know. I have never been asked... To I've, no one's ever asked to see my genitals um, no, at the airport. No. Well, I mean, no one from immigration. No, or, yeah, no. You know, <laughs> no, no, none of the officials really. But you know, I mean, why? I mean, they, they, mm. we're identified by our faces. We're identified by our fingerprints. Like seriously, what's the point? This would have to go back to some old patriarchal society where to make sure that you were known you were a woman. Well, you that's know, right. I, it was I, probably I, when it, women it, weren't allowed to travel unless they were with a man. Correct. So mm. it was yeah. a, probably a way to make sure we dictate. But you're right, at this end of this day, we, we don't win either. It's, it's just irrelevant. Would you uh, support a bill prohibiting all non-consensual, medically unnecessary um, modifications of sex? Yeah, absolutely. And, and this also, but this has to be done with education as well. So you, you know when parents are just, you know, when their child's born and the doctor says, look, there's some peculiarities here yeah. or something like that and they just go oh my god fix it so 
we need to be educating parents and we need to be educating the medical fraternity about this. But certainly I think legislation as well to support that. But I really want to see the education because we know that it's unnecessary and we can all have very happy lives with whatever we look like. As a parent... I would mm. do anything to make sure my child is happy, That's right. safe and protected. Yep. And I think, came back to when my baby was born, if a doctor, being young, mm. would have given me that, you know, this is better for your child's mm. life, I probably would have fallen into of the same you, trap. That's right. Like Because I would have said, well, I'm going to trust you. So you're right. It, it's going to start mm. with the education of yep. the doctors to yep. educate us as parents yep. about That's right. And I think also because we see the stigma that different people experience yeah. and the discrimination that they experience. So we need to be addressing that as well. So when a when a parent is faced with this, they can say, oh, it doesn't matter, Joe down the road's fine and, you know, no one worries about him. So, you know, as you say, we want the best for our children and yeah. sometimes... Nobody should... Your neighbour should know what's it's someone in someone's pants anyway. Well, unless, unless they're w- like unless a peeping Tom to, or something. No, unless you want to show them. But I'm saying like... <laughs> yeah, that's right. When it comes yeah. down to it, it's really nobody else's business. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Fiona, a recent report from Latrobe University's found that conversion practices are still happening within particular uh, Christian churches. Um, Would you support legislation completely signalling that this is unlawful, unethical and harmful? Absolutely. And the research and evidence shows that it is harmful, that it is absolutely harmful and we should not allow harmful practices to to continue and and now i mean look i know that we've we've done a, we've made a lot of measures towards out, outlawing it and getting rid of it and that has pushed it underground and that's that's another you know aspect we have to acknowledge but yes there there is no place for conversion therapy in victoria mm. well that's now happened now that it has gone underground unfortunately it's the health complaints commission mm. who takes care of it who's basically only seen it after the fact that's right. Mm. We need some teeth. We need an inquiry to go out there and find out how this is being done. Yep. And it's being done with taxpayers' money. That's right. And look, I think we could also look at how it breaches um, discrimination legislation, mm-hmm. um, how it, you know, obviously increases stigma, yep. um, you know, has has all of those negative effects. So I think there's there's other areas. Oh, look, the health commissioner is good, but you're right. You know, it's after the fact where we need something that's proactively preventing this from happening. Yes. Look, that goes on to the other one. So the Equal Opportunities Act, you know, it, it protects people from their sexuality, mm. their race, your, you know, your religion. Mm. But actually we have found out now that it actually doesn't protect trans people. There's yep. nothing in there to protect non-binary. We do need this... this Equal Opportunities Act yeah. to be redone to actually fall in line with society. Mm. Would you be happy to see a- that happen? Yeah, absolutely. And I think we need to bring the Equal Opportunities Act um, into up, up to speed with mm. current with current mores and current community standards. And that is certainly saying that everyone should be treated equally, regardless of their, their race, their sexuality, how they identify an, on a gender basis or whether they don't identify. All of those things need to be included. But also, I think, let's add on to that and I, Let's start getting rid of the exemptions. Exactly. That was my next question. Oh, was it? Fantastic. (laughs) Because there are... The problem is the exemptions are so broad that they can be interpreted. And we've talked about this before. Mm. I have respect for anyone's religion. Mm -hmm. If that gives you peace and solace and lets you go home... I mean, I find my religion in Kylie in a cocktail. Yes. But everybody's... I have respect... Just 
Don't yeah. shove it down my throat. Freedom of religion and freedom from religion. Thank mm. you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, exactly. And I think, you know, we've seen, I love that, you know, what was it, the Religious Freedoms Inquiry that yes. the Federal did. And they've, what they, they haven't kind of wanted to release the report because they found out they have so many freedoms. Yes. That, you know, it's come it actually backfired them. a little It bit. actually did, yeah. didn't it? And I think this is what I would like to see if I'm re-elected, um, is that we start addressing those exemptions and whether that's the tax exemptions or the discrimination exemptions. Yep. Um, there is no reason for religious organisations to have the right to discriminate against anyone, particularly when they're taking up more, they're picking up more and more of the government work, whether that's aged care, yes. mental health, mm-hmm. um, all ranges, you know, feeding the homeless or whatever it might be, they shouldn't have the right to discriminate against anyone, particularly if they're taking taxpayers' money. What do you say to headlines in The Australian last week saying that Christians are being run out of business and hounded by boycotts and bullied by activists <laughs> a year on from the, you know, the, the marriage uh, postal plebiscite uh, vote? Um, I actually don't think it's the activists. I think it might be Amazon. Yes. Um, mm. I think it might be online shopping. You know, certainly I know the retail sector is suffering, yes. but I don't think it's us that is causing it. Um, yeah, I, there's, there's no evidence of that. There's no, I don't think there's any truth to that whatsoever. So look, this is your chance to sell it to us, sweetheart. Right. Go. Why should we vote for you in your party? Um, I, th- I think there's, there's a couple of reasons. The first reason is that I've been effective that I've actually managed to get things done. So I've gone in there and I think I've surprised people that I was able to create the safe access zones around abortion clinics to stop And well protesters. done, let me say, and they should go everywhere else. Thank you. Um, we legalised Uber. You know, we set that path for those to, to look at disruptive economies and look at ways to regulate them. We set up the largest drug law reform inquiry ever in, in mm-hmm. Australia, uh, the supervised injecting centre in North Richmond. What are you going to do if the Liberals get in and remove that within a week? You know, I am going to be down there. I'm going to be there with a trestle table. I'm going to be there with an oxygen tank. I'm going to be there with volunteer nurses, volunteer doctors, and we will disobey. Mm. We will continue that life-saving um, facility one way or another. Whether it means setting up a tent in Richmond, sure. I don't care. We are going to keep it going. Um, it's making a difference in the area. It's um, saving uh, lives. And, and it's just walking down the street, it, it, you're not seeing people on the streets. Yep. I, I, I can't see how the people in the area are not loving it. It's, they are. It's saving lives. They are. But it's also... You know, your children don't have to see a lot of stuff. Exactly. And, and it's a mental illness. Let's, let's get them and help them the, where we can help There people. is no doubt that it meant it's also meant that there's less ambulance call-outs, mm-hmm. which means ambulance can, can be going to other places. They can be treating Good. people, getting in early for stroke, etc. So, So I've done lots of things in the short, in the four short mm-hmm. years that I've been there. And I've done that by not... <sighs> Kind of playing well with others mm-hmm. and not letting the perfect get in the way of the good. And so working with other parties to make things happen. And I would like to continue to do that. I want to see changes to the Discrimination Act. I want to see you know, religious businesses pay their fair share of tax. And I think I can do that yeah. in the next term. I started it in the last term. I really want to legalise cannabis. I think this is one way of completely changing the war on drugs, the failed war on drugs, which is actually a war on people. So I want to do that. I also want to address social isolation and mental health. And I think taking... 
doing things differently yeah. and looking at things in a different way. And I think that's what I've been able to offer as, a, as an independent there. I would like to continue to do that. I'm greatly concerned that we're going to see a whole bunch of right-wing mm. um, uh, people that we have never, ever heard of, people who don't even live in this state yeah. are running for election. They may get elected on the smallest amount of votes and they may knock someone like me out, which I hope that I actually bring some balance to the parliament and I'd like to continue to do that. What's, if for those who aren't so uh, sure on what to do when they do vote, they, they may not want to vote for you, they might want to vote for Daniel Andrews or the Greens who we of had course. on earlier, but how, how can they... Uh, realise or understand who they're voting for with these yeah. other people. How do they know who they are? Because you so, go there and you look at the ballot paper and it just right. has names. That's right. It doesn't necessarily have who they so are, what they're doing. Yeah, so in the legislature, we'll just talk about the Legislative Council, which is the big ballot. There's two ways to vote. One is you can just tick a box and uh, well, to put a number one in the box of a party and then if that party doesn't get up, if they get knocked out, then your vote will go through to the next party that they support and the next party and the next party. It's so, it's so mm. on. However, it's really easy. If you love that party, then you can vote under the line. You can put one for their number one candidate, two for the next candidate, three, four, and you only have to to, to number five boxes. Not the whole lot. Yeah. So you can, you know, if, if they've only got two candidates, you can pick your second team, your second... Um, I'm still one of these still that ticks... I you number tick everyone? everyone underneath because I want yeah. to make sure those people at the end know that I'm giving them 51. I know. And, and I, and I, like you, ma- I know right. they're probably not reading it, but in my mind I know you're last. That's you're right. last. Well, I think, you know, even the even worse is when you just don't give them a number at all. Ooh, okay, yeah. So you one. just stop going, nah, not even going to vote for you. Not even going to give you a number. I mean, as you probably can tell, you got, you come in here a lot for us and you've, mm-hmm. you've yes. been a very great supporter for the LGBTI. We don't want to show any favouritism at all because we're very equal. But shit, bitch, I hope you win. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> we'll just yeah. edit that out of the podcast. No, that's right. <laughs> yeah, look, thank you. And I and look, I am and I and I love Joy and I, and I love our Rainbow community and, you know, I'm fully part of it. I, I think that's something that we need in the parliament. We need people who, you know, aren't afraid of diversity. Correct. And, and embrace media it. diversity too. Yeah. That's and absolutely media diversity and absolutely community radio. You know, Joy feels such an important voice you know, out there that many people would not find that they've got that yeah, the support that it provides for people who are living well, in a very isolated way. Well, you just talked about social isolation. Yeah. We've got it, and, you know, and the LGBT community can suffer, suffer that hard. Oh, you know, absolutely, if absolutely. you on the radio and you hear another little gay boy or, you know, a, a yeah. lady talking to you, you know, it, it makes you feel part of a community. That's right. You're not alone. Look, thank you. Remember, everybody, we vote this Saturday. This it is important. Saturday. I love voting because it's why I can whinge. <laughs> if you don't vote, you can't whinge. That's you right. also get a little fine, but make sure. Yeah. No, but it's the whinging, isn't it? All yeah. best. We'll see you after the election. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Wake up with Tom and Warren. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Available via podcast at joy.org.au on iTunes or your favourite podcasting platform. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.